0: Hello, I'm Stephanie Johnson from Seeing With Stars Astrology. Today I want to introduce you to a technique in astrology called perfections. I'm hoping that this is an easy peasy technique that you can apply to your own chart. So this is for anyone who has looked at their astrology chart and has looked at, yes, my sun sign is in this sign and my moon and my rising sign. And so you've got a little bit of a grasp of astrology but you want to take it a little bit further, but oh my gosh, it's so overwhelming to look at transits or progressions and astrologers talk another language. Well, once again, I'm going to introduce one word called perfections. This is a really ancient technique, but I'm hoping that you'll find it very, very easy once you get the hang of it. So stay with me if you can. So what do you need to do this technique? You don't need a computer program, much as I love all the computer programs that I produce through esoteric technologies. However, you don't need one other than to print out your chart. But you can do this for free on, I'm sure, Jessica Adams' site or my site, www.seeingwithstars.net. You can get your chart in front of you. Hopefully you've already got that. And you can see what your chart looks like. What else do you need? Well you need to have just a rough idea or to have right next to you a key that tells you which planets rule which signs. Now we're looking at a very old technique. So we're looking at old rulerships. Now please don't try to understand this technique all at once. Please just take it step by step and I'm sure you'll find it easy. So what does Steph mean when she says old rulerships? Well let's go through them now and you can write this down. Or you can print off the rulerships provided by Jessica Adams along with this podcast. Or you can go to her site if you're listening to this on Scene with Stars. So we're talking astrology before the planets Uranus, Pluto, Neptune were discovered. So the rulerships that we're talking about is, let's start from the beginning, Aries. Aries is ruled by Mars. Taurus by Venus. Gemini by Mercury. Cancer by the Moon, Leo by the Sun, Virgo by Mercury, Libra by Venus, Scorpio by Mars, Sagittarius by Jupiter, Capricorn and Aquarius by Saturn, and Pisces by Jupiter. So they're the rulerships we're going to be looking at, they're the planets. So you have your birth chart, and you have these rulerships. But what are perfections, and what are you going to do with them? Well, people often refer to perfections as annual perfections, but you can actually perfect by the month. But we're going to stick with the simple method of annual perfections. It's a Hellenistic Time Lord technique. Hellenistic, for those of you who are interested in uh, history, is a Greek period from Alexander the Great until the demise of Antony and Cleopatra. So it's an ancient Greek technique. And I'm still using it with my clients all these thousands of years later. So it's amazingly powerful and it's amazingly spot on. So this is a technique that allows you to determine which planets in your birth chart are activated or switched on if you like during a given time period. Now obviously when we're born we have a map or a birth chart of our lives and if you know a little bit about astrology you'll know that the first house is our health and happiness and our first year of life. The fourth house is home and family, the seventh house is uh, marriages and contracts etc. But clearly not everything happens in the first year of life. So when does it happen? Well this particular technique allows us to count around the chart and say when events are being triggered. Now if you see an astrologer, an astrologer will take this Further, an astrologer will look at transits, solar returns, etc. in conjunction with these perfections. But at this stage, just using perfections can also give you an idea as well. So how do you do it? Well, you start with your rising sign. That's first house. That's the line on the east of your chart or the left-hand side of your chart. And the very first rising sign, first house cusp, is your first year of life. Then the second is your second year of life, the third, your third, etc. And you count around the chart so you come back to the ascendant when you're 12. And if you keep this theory going on, as I said, it's very simple. Then 12, 24, 36, 48, 60, etc. are your rising signs, are your first house years. So we look at and we count around how old are we right now? and what sign is on the cusp or the edge of your chart. So now you have your chart, you have your rulerships, you have your rising sign and you have your age and hopefully now you've counted around the chart and you've seen which house is highlighted. But what does it all mean? Well, let's have a look at a sample first. So we'll look at Meghan Markle. And for those of you who might want to print out a chart, her birth details are the 4th of August, 1981 at 4.46 a.m. in Canoga Park, California. And we have 24 of cancer rising. So Megan Markle's just had a birthday when I did, just as I'm doing this podcast. And so she's turned 39. So we're looking at the birthday year of 39. So we can count around 39 times or we can go, okay, every 12 years you come back to your rising sign. So her rising sign on the left of the chart is 24 Cancer. So we'll go 36, 37, 38, 39 and we see a little symbol there that says Libra. So we look at our rulership key or symbols and we see that Venus rules Libra. So we know that simply put Meghan Markle is in a Venus year. Now if you know your astrology you can look further, you can look at what sign and house are her Venus in, what aspects are they making, but we know that all things, if we take it just back to simplicity, all things Venus are highlighted. So what does that mean? We then look at what Venus means. And Venus is all about women, money, relationships, love, all of those things are highlighted Now we can also take that further for those of you who do know a little bit of astrology and see that the 39th year is all about home and family for Meghan Markle. So with Venus ruling the fourth house, she's really going to want to be somewhere where she's happy, where she feels comfortable, where she's surrounded by beauty, where she's surrounded by, well, I guess women as well in her home environment. So maybe she's not settled yet, or maybe she's found that place. But this is the year in which that's highlighted. So from our sample, you can see the types of things that we can do easily via perfections. But you say to me, Steph, I don't know that much astrology. So what does it mean when my my perfected year is Leo and the sun? Well, let me just go through the planets and we'll have a brief look at what might be highlighted for you in your particular year. So if you're in a sun-perfected year, this is going to be about how you express yourself. Are you fully shining? The sun is where we really need to shine. So where is it important for you to shine? How is it important for you to shine? Is your sun sign Leo and you want to really shine in terms of being on stage, either a big stage or a small stage? Is your sun sign in Cancer? Do you really want to shine in the kitchen or nurturing or with small pets? These are the sorts of questions that you ask in a sun perfected year. Let's look at the moon. Well, the moon is all about nurturing. Are you being nurtured in a way that you want to be nurtured? Are you nurturing others? Are your emotions or your emotional nature, is that guiding you in a positive way, your intuition and your self-esteem intact? Or are you being ruled by unruly emotions Ones that Maybe you need to kind of have a look at and see, well, where does that come from? As you know, a hurt animal can really sort of lash out, whereas one that's really comfortable and and happy will purr or or, um, pant or whatever, whatever sort of animal it is, and will be very comfortable. And we humans are not that different. So how is your emotional nature and what can you do to actually improve? And this may also be your connections with loved ones, with family, and even your own comfort zone, your home, your family, your shelter. If you're in a Mercury ruled year, then we're looking at communications and connections and perhaps decisions. We may be looking at you tossing up between two particular directions in life. We're looking at how you communicate and how you connect with other people and are there decisions to be made. If you're looking at a Venus year, as, was, as is Meghan Markle, it's all about relationships, your relationships with other people, your relationships, yes, with your lover, your loved one, but also with women, and your relationship with money. If you're in a Mars-ruled year, then it's a much more energetic or driven year. It's one where you may feel driven to move out of your comfort zone, where you are able to take a few more risks than normal. You also need to be careful in a Mars year of not being too rash, of not, you know, this is not the year where you jump the red light, so to speak. A Mars year might be one too where you look at your physical uh, outlets. You know, do you have a really positive way of letting out pent-up energy? Are you looking after your body and being energetic and doing whatever physical exercise or um, yeah, whatever physical exercise that actually makes you feel healthy, whatever that may be. In a Jupiter year, this is a year of growth. Now, growth doesn't have to necessarily come through painful experiences. It can come through positive ones. So we're looking at years this year of a Jupiter year. Of how are you going to expand your world? What opportunities are coming up? Um, you should have. We would hope that you would have some good opportunities in a Jupiter t- ruled year. But are you going to make wise choices? You need to have the wisdom to make these choices. So what's best for your growth? In a Saturn year, it's more about contracting. Now, that doesn't mean that things are difficult. It just means that it's time to be a little bit more circumspect, to slow down, to consolidate. You know, I often use this um, analogy that we need both Jupiter and Saturn, for instance, when we're building a home. For Jupiter is all about the vision, the how we want our home to be, the actual decision to move home or build in the first place needs a bit of you know let's go go out and have an adventure and a bit of risk taking so we go to the architecture we do the designs we have all these wonderful ideas we know where we're going to what we want and where we're going to go and saturn comes along and it enables us to actually build so we get the builders in they actually put in the structure we make sure that, and the builders do that the structure is safe and sound so jupiter and saturn work very very well together So hopefully now you have enough information just to have a quick look at your own chart and go, okay. so this is the year that I'm in and it might give you some ideas of how to move forward, how to make decisions and what kind of astrological weather is out there for you. Thank you.